You have tight security in your house. It's good. Trained well. Yeah, it felt bad. yeah no, 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 no. I, I was happy that that was the right response. Okay, if you're... Yeah, no, 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 no. You gotta. Yeah, it's uh, you gotta rest up. So, okay, there are two copies uh, on your uh, Zoom, people. If anybody uh, has the number handy for the one we're in, which is the one we began last week, starts at Yeridei Hilchtavadazar, page one is Kufmen Bays. So, if you have the number. Unmute yourself and uh, say it loud for everybody else to hear. And then we have a second backup copy, which we might get to tonight or tomorrow night. And uh, let's begin with two of the many shilas and comments that were sent in. And since this is, unfortunately, the season for the shilas, we're going to take it and be makadish it to expand our knowledge of and what to be perished from and how to be careful with these things. And some of this actually is surprising even to me. And you think every year you hear each Shaila, but you get a different Gilgal. So this is from someone who sent in a similar Shaila last year. I'm not going to mention his name because the Shaila is from his wife who has a co-worker. And the less detail we have, the less... We will have Ava if this coworker who is not Jewish ever hears this shear on the radio. So uh, we're trying to protect the innocent over here. So I'm not saying B'Shem Amro. But he does write that he knows that I like to get real shaylas because they usually add more detail and help us remember it. So this is very real. As a matter of fact, it's uh, dated December 24th, Limisparam, which is significant because it was last week and it's Erev there. Chaga, and the um, takes place somewhere in the Midwest. And he says as follows: My wife received the following email from a non-Jewish coworker. Non-Jewish is an understatement. Two things that got me concerned. Well, do I have a copy of the email? That would help. Um, yeah, here it is. So it starts off. Hi, uh, Rocheli. Her name is something else that was just made up, but something similar. Uh, so the person asking, obviously, is uh, very from, and as her husband who's listening to this year. I wanted to give you a little gift uh, during my favorite holiday, Kratzmuch, and she didn't use that word. So click this link to listen to the piano music I often play at my desk. I hope it relaxes and inspires you. So... Um, Here's a picture of the link, which you should not go to. It's healing. Two hours of instrumental worship. I kid you not. So, you know, we spent the last uh, four years or so talking about the liberal crazy left that's leading the nation over the cliff. So, at the same time, you keep them in mind. Understand that the other half, there are about three people in the middle. other half are born missionaries because that's a chilek of the religion. People make the mistake of thinking there's the regular and then there's the missionary type, like from Utah and stuff like that. That was just the levels of extreme. It's part and parcel of the religion. This is Pashat. There's not a Chiddush yet. We didn't get to the Chiddush. 
part and part of the vision to missionize at all times, at any opportunity. And Baruch Hashem, our yeshiva education, our basic education is such that uh, never let down your guard, but we're pretty uh, insulated in a very positive way and pretty learned. Uh, matter of fact, somebody told me that this new uh, freshman uh, congressman who shall remain nameless, even though everybody knows his name, I don't, but I don't really care, but uh, he's supposed to be now the youngest. Everybody's got to be the youngest until they're not the youngest anymore. Yeah. Uh, who's, he's a flaming missionary, and he says so, Barabin. And he made a comment that it's just odd. The only people I never make a headway with are Orthodox Jews. Baruch Hashem. But it's not for lack of trying. And what's not to us is that there are really serum, that's what these are all about, to give it even a glance. This is unlike the uh, front lawns that are lit up. That's just mechur adover. It's not good for the neshama to look at these things. But as we explained last week, it's not technically us. It's not even noyav adazar. It's noyav 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 of their theme. Worship music, if the rule is, if in their rule book, you could be, I hate to use the word, but I just have no other words because you're not going to understand me otherwise. If you could be Yetzi, their form of worship with this, then it's also for us. Because you can't tune into gospel music. It's not just not nice, not yeshiva and mechur dover and achavya It's really usher because they hold that they're very mekalon minion and dover shabikdusha and having to be there. And they don't hold our shaylas with the porches and the other porches and him saying him and him saying him. They have no problem with any of this stuff. You could be a million miles away. As long as you're tuning in, they hold you could be yetzi. So then mamela is a problem for us. You can't... Permissible? It's not us, sir, but it's not a good thing. You should never do that, and nor would you ever have a Havaman in your worst nightmare to do that. There's something missing with somebody's neshama if they want to stop and look at the beautiful trees. Not you. I mean, you're asking on behalf of those who are lighting up their lawns uh, with other things, which is better than this, but still not. Uh, and I'm still getting questions on that. What's wrong with the beautiful manure? The answer is if you cut and paste it from their customs and everybody walks by, anybody American says that looks familiar, that's a problem. Uh, so this is exponentially worse. This is sent out to get people into their church-like service. So you really can't listen to it, even out of curiosity. And so this lady in the next cubicle sent her this thing. It's healing two hours worth of instrumental worship. Never heard of instrumental worship, but apparently it's, it's there and it's big. And prayer music, spontaneous worship... Spontaneous worship is lahavdil, like, you know, say a capital. We have spontaneous worship also. It's called thinking of a Kosh Baruch all the time and doing it, but not to their Gaish gospel music. So this is a very important question. Dark Shalom is very important because I'll take Ava and Dark Shalom very seriously. And practically on the ground, if you have a coworker in the next cubicle, you want to maintain Dark Shalom because uh, what do you need this headache for? On the other hand, you got to be very careful with which is a topic we've always touched upon, but is ironically the last topic about Tashkiz, because we've got to get back to cutting down the trees in Eretz Yisrael, and we'll also have to cover very carefully and discreetly in a very sensitive way the real parameters of Lesechanim, which probably shouldn't go on film, because everything here gets out there, so I'll make sure no one's downloading this who's not from our camp. Uh, so, but for us, it's uh, extremely important. It wasn't an issue when we had bigger issues of Goyim coming on Rahman Islam crusades and programs. Nobody really had any taiva to compliment and get chummy and give them the gifts. It's a very American issue, but it's an issue. 
So here, you want to keep Dr. Shalom, and the question he asked me is, uh, what does she do? How does she acknowledge this? Very simple, office, Shaila. Somebody sends you worship music. Like, she's the next cubicle. So, if it was sent for missionizing, which it was, make no mistake about that, she might, as part of her, her what she thinks are her duties, to follow up. So what happens tomorrow morning when she says, did you get my email gift? So he was asking what to do. Can she say something like, thank you for thinking of me? I think that's too strong. I understand where he's coming from. You want to try to be nice. Now, the Mahabra talks about this. What do you do when you meet one of them on their chaga and they're all into their, like in Christian Europe? And the Mahabra says, if you have to say hello, say it besafa, rafa, and like a quarter of a smile of that much, and like very toned down. The Mahabra talks about that. Like they dealt with this all the time. Say so you have the, uh, the lady in the next cubicle, and um, she, um, she says she hopes it inspires her, and it inspires her, and she plays it all day, and um, now she's sending it to her. So I emailed him back, and I um, told him that the weakest answer you can get away with, I, I suggested to start with no answer, and hope Thursday afternoon she's gone for the weekend, and then maybe under the influence of the various things they drink and eat, um, by the time Monday goes around, uh, she won't ask, but she probably will, and she'll say, Rocheli, did you get my email? So now what? So I... I I'd like the answer to be, don't ever send me an email like that again, and I'm going to have you um, charged with trying to missionize in the office, and I'm going to speak to HR. That would be the answer on a good day, but, uh, you know, it's not so easy to do. You don't want to make enemies, um, especially if it's your boss. I had this from somebody else about, uh, I don't know, I think maybe it was last season, or maybe it was even the middle of the year, who was, like, accosted, and this isn't a law firm, like he, the guy's an attorney, and he was accosted by somebody else for, like, a whole drusha trying to missionize, and he, as an attorney, like he called me first, but <laughs> maybe you should really make a make a stink out of it. We'll put it this way: if you unfortunately went over to somebody not from your religion or somebody not yet with the program and started doing that, they'd be doing that to you. You could be sure of that. But we don't. We're in Gullis, and it's not always a fair country. So. I suggested, don't say anything right now. And as she said, you get the email, you say, oh, uh, yeah, very interesting, thank you very much, how was your weekend? Something very powerful like that. And even that's not being proactive. And leave it at that. And if you show some displeasure without biting her head off, maybe she'll think about it twice, because it's really not professional. She'll say she meant well. What was the end of the email? She said... um, I don't want to have to quote a verbatim to say B'Shem Eva. I hope it relaxes and inspires you as it does for me. So glad to get to work next to you. So maybe she sent back an email. I'm so unhappy I have to work next to you and please don't talk to me anymore. But you know, it's probably not going to go over very well. So, um, you know. <laughs> so that's my, my toned down parva answer already. But it's really awesome to like give this, to be curious, to certainly to most people say, hey, this looks interesting. Never got gospel music before. Click. That is that you really shouldn't do. But you also shouldn't be smiling and say, oh, so nice of you. I can't wait to hear what we're going to send next year. That's too inviting. And then uh, she's trying to missionize. Just understand that. And if you were doing that to them, uh, they wouldn't be so nice. Let's, let's leave it at that. Why, why doesn't the rub suggest what the rub does on airplanes? 
Uh, yeah, I have plans to give a shear on Zion Mitzvah for 10 hours, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that, that actually got lucky, because the, I was sitting next to the only guy, if you remember, from Utah, who wasn't a Mormon. He swore up and down, and when he swears, I'm sure he's telling me the truth. And he said he wasn't a Mormon, and he just wanted to know about the Bible. He said he learned a lot of the Bible, so he couldn't understand why I kept giving shear only on Parshish Nayach. He wanted to move on to Blach Lecha, and more importantly, Vayikra because Tumba Tyra really excited him. It's the only thing I can't teach him, because that has no shaykhist to anything. And um, I told him that we have enough time with the stop in Charles de Gaulle Airport to darshan about Zion Mitzvah. And uh, to ever meet somebody who knows a lot of chidushim that sound familiar from the shir over here, you'll know that's the guy. Um, but the secretary is not interested in learning anything. She wants to, she wants to have an ill effect on her. No, she'll... I, I, the way they're tra- they think this is like great, they, they'll be happy if you give them the time of day, and she'll discuss it and every time you bring up Avram Lachai, she'll bring up Yashka, that's the way these things work that's why you shouldn't be discussing it with her send them Mordechai Ben David concert send them Mordechai Ben David concert so, yeah, okay send them the one, doesn't they have one about the Brigham Young Hebrew University thing about driving them all out of Yushalayim back to Utah or something like that, send them that one yeah, send them, that, that would be a good one uh, I think that would be a, that would be a good start. Uh, it gets worse from here. I'm at, uh, this is the time of year. There's like, no coincidence this comes up. This next one is absolutely appalling. And uh, what? That's exactly the point of this year. You are not allowed to talk to them, period. End of discussion. Because it's also, you can't talk to an apicarius. You're not here to change their position. We're not here. We, we're, we have enough time being Makaira of our own. You're not here to be Makaira of her. And she has no interest in being Makaira. It's not like you have a lady who happens to be looking for the MS and she's called She's just a Tinishinish Babain Ha Haminim and you just have to be dim. That's not what's going on over here. Half the country is still trying to claim that they don't believe in anything until they get to a foxhole. And the other half of the country is trying to get you to believe in an Irish guy. That's the way it goes. And then there's us. So uh, you just got to know, know what you're dealing with. So no, you can't talk to them. And I don't even want her to acknowledge the email until she's asked. And then for Dr. Shalom, I have a lot of coolers for Dr. Shalom. So you got to give a very, very weak smile, like almost something that's a frown or something very neutral and flat, and say, yeah, I got it. How was your weekend? You know, change the subject. John would like me to say, I got it. Uh, how was your Avram and Achai sandwich? Or something like that. But... Uh, <laughs> Okay, that's number one. A very good Shaila, and this comes up, so you've got to know how to respond. Okay, number two. Uh, the, actually, before we get to no, email number two, I want to mention what, uh, this is absolutely bizarre, and somebody should do something about it. I just don't have time, so if anybody knows the people who run this particular news uh, agency, uh, please let them know, because I am a guest. I, I'm down the Kazakhus, they don't know. So, I'll, I'll get to it. I'm not here to attack them. I, they're, they're, I mean, it's not our political leanings, but um, it's a religious news agency based in Israel that has an English and Hebrew uh, website. And no, no, that I certainly wouldn't quote. Uh, one second. And somebody happened to send me a link of something and he wanted my opinion on it. And I'm looking at it. It didn't look like what you would see. Not, I, I don't I don't look at any of these things unless somebody asks me demanding or asking for some explanation or comment or macha, but I've heard of Sheva, they're religious. Um, we probably don't agree on most things, but they're religious. So um, this wasn't them. It was a two-minute clip, and it, well, it was more than two minutes. After two minutes, I had to turn it off. But the two minutes I heard was pretty shocking. It was a couple of 
anchors. It was a news agency. It wasn't them. They imported it. But the guy told me they have it all over their site every day. They use these people as one of their things they import, like they'll quote from Fox News, the one of the people they quote. And the guy basically was giving a public prayer to thank Hashem for the last year, 2020. So already it's not Jewish. We're thanking for 2020. 2020 doesn't exist. To thank for 2020. Thanking for the Goyesh December 25th and January 1st. No uh, Okay, so they're not, they're not Jewish. Yeah, yeah, either it's Fox News. Uh, you know, that wasn't the issue. But they're Israeli. They look like, I don't know who they are, but it looks like they were in Israel. But he starts off, It's a good way to start a prayer, no? Would you say? Uh, and then he gives a prayer, thank you very much for getting us to it, everything. And he ends up, and he says, he ends up, thank you, B'Shem Yashka HaMashiach. I kid you not. Jews for J. The whole new site, funded, but missionaries. So I don't know these people from Adam, but there's no heter whatsoever to have this on a religious site. And they quote them every day. So if anybody knows who runs the place, somebody should clue them in. Of course, I'm, there's no way it was intentional? No. What are you talking about? What do you mean intentional? Intentional. Intentional, the whole thing was to do. It wasn't intentional. I saw it. No, no, no. There's a new site that they're using all the time that's a missionary new site. No doubt about it. They're Jews for Jay. There's no, I saw a two minute clip. He said a prayer to Yashka. He said it, Befavish. So they're just pulling, you're saying, content. Every day. You can't pull content from a missionary website, even if they're pointing the weather. That's, this is a din. This is not a homer. Someone probably set it up automatically. They should unset it up. <laughs> Deset it up. <laughs> However you say that, they should get rid of it. You can't quote a missionary website for the weather. By the way, can you argue with the Jews for Yashka? Can you- no, because they're not Jewish. They're a Christian they Jews for Yashka. They're, they're not. Jesus That's the thing. They're not. Some of them happen to be a, they're a Christian missionary that they're always trying to think of new ideas how to get Jews. So they figured, how to get Jews? So Jews for whatever. So instead of Jews for Gefiltovich, Jews for Pastrami. So they figured it'd be more caching, Jews for Jay. They, they run a lot of articles uh, quoting Rukhaim Kanievsky. I think that's how they get a lot of... Uh, they run a lot of articles quoting Rukhaim Kanievsky? Did they quote Rukhaim Kanievsky? Baruch Hashem wrote on every single subject. He has a lot of Nukhs of Arazara. They quote him about how you can't quote Gaisha missionary websites? What? Usually it's about like end of days kind of... No, no, no. He's saying this, this group, the Jews for Jay... Quotes of Chaim to try and get people. Right. <laughs> you know, I can quote anything. Juice or Jay would probably say, there's a God. We agreed on that. They'd probably say, there's going to be a Gula. We'd agree on that. And during the Gula, we're finally going to Makayim and Lashin and Malti and get rid of all the missionaries. I don't know if they'd agree with that part. <laughs> um, but this is a serious problem. You have an Orthodox website quoting a missionary site is every our, day? That's why the guy sent to me. He said something wrong. I said, you can't quote them. They're, they're going to say this is the wrong answer. No, we just quote them because they're pro-Israel and they quote good news. That's, you can't quote missionaries. You can't bring down missionaries and bring it into your website. Just like this is Pasha. The problem is, this is what I heard. Yeah. Do you know about this? It, no, but... It doesn't Israel, surprise you. Israel's official position is yeah. we'll take anyone we can get. And that's a problem. We will not take anybody we can get. We will get, if they vote in Congress and Senate our way, and it happens to be good for us, we're not going to stop being Daesh for Chaiker, are you a missionary or not, because we don't want to get into that conversation. If a guy in an Orthodox Jewish-Israeli site thanks Yoshka, we have a big problem with that. That's, that means every, everything is Chaz Atreif. So, they have a missionary 
network on the Israeli cable now. That's a problem, and the Knesset had a law against that, and they've been fighting about it. That I know about. But this is an orthodox site. I thought I would show it was orthodox. That's a woman. They have a lot of stuff, Jews for Jesus, on that. On uh, what? On the Daystar site. Okay, but that's, we're against that, but in the Knesset, they're fighting about that. That, that, that I knew about. But this is, not, this is not an orthodox site. So if anybody knows the CEO, if you could please, uh, I, I, I just... Of course it is. It's terrible. It's terrible. Missionaries are a problem in Israel because they don't, for from people, like they, we, it's also to talk to them. So they're not going to get anywhere. For Jews who don't know anything, this is unfortunately fertile ground, Rahman al Islam. So, um, so you got in the cubicle next door, you got a new site. It's a little bit uh, out of control. I didn't mean to, but I Just for the sheer, you figured you'd. Uh, very smart guy. I, you could be you could be very smart at trying to push whatever gender no, you want. It doesn't. Uh, I don't know who it is. Never heard the name. But he's in this cable thing. He's, he's Trump's uh, lawyer. Was Trump's lawyer? He's Jewish, not Jewish. Yes, he grew up. Uh, he's uh, he's part of his missionary group. And he's like, I found out about my. Um, okay, so he needs some kiruv. We'll put you on the job for that one. And uh, okay. Uh, that was very disturbing. Let's get to the second email. Just somebody should, um, uh, you can find out who are. I'm sure they, they would want to keep the din. You can't uh, have anything to do with these guys. Uh, okay, so, well, uh, it's a pretty big battle when, when from people are tuning in to people who have an agenda that will slip in the agenda when you're watching the weather or whatever else they can put it in. I just, that's why uh, it was sent to me. Okay. The next thing, what? I know three or four people. No, Chazik, no. To Mekhaya people, yes. I know three or four, four people worldwide. It's not so hard to learn because the missionaries keep memorizing the three, the three verses and they know nothing else. You can confuse them very quickly. But you've got to train for it. It's not big training. And part of Kir. So there's a famous guy in Aish who's been doing it for decades. And there's a, so a few guys are good at it. So that's their Nachla. Otherwise, uh, you know, Victor Miller used to do it uh, a little bit. So he was... Well read and everything, but he used to, you know, Brighton Beach is uh, unfortunately rife with this stuff, you know. But those are Yechidim. But like anything else, you need a psak for that, that that's your calling, uh, uh, part of the Kiev. Otherwise, most of these people are Goyim. We don't have a Chiev to carry the Goyim. We just don't want them bothering us. That's all. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm sorry, see, the mirror is also near there. It's all, all part of that part of Ocean Parkway. You know, they had a lot of... Uh, it's still going on, but um, the, the prey of people who don't know anything, unfortunately. Okay. Um, once we're on... Uh, it's also that we only tell true stories over here. So, of course, uh, Bensi Brown didn't uh, disappoint us. He, has, he happens to be the guy who takes care of all of Camp Simcha stuff. That's why you're hearing a lot of Camp Simcha stories. He has a lot of stories about the... Uh, it's in the mountain somewhere, no? Whatever. So he says his first year on the job... This is going to put us right back with our totem pole uh, holders. Where's that get- getchka? Did somebody burn it? Or, uh, <laughs> uh, where, where's that thing? Michael's in the back there? Is it still there? You want to get it? It's in a bag there. It's in a brown paper bag. I keep all the liquor and the getchkas in there. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, if, people, if people know how much I drink, they would know that. Uh, <laughs> I'm probably the only person who can say that and get away with it, right? Okay, thank you. It's not a brown paper bag. It's a white paper bag. Uh, the liquor is in the brown paper bag. I remember driving through Manhattan once with my father when I was a little kid. 
And we drove through one of these neighborhoods like the Maori. That's the first time I ever saw it. I asked my father, what is that? He said, I remember, he gave me a very long, complicated answer. He said, don't ask. <laughs> that was my first exposure, and hopefully one of my last. Anyway, uh, so yeah, we'll get back to the talking stick in a moment. Uh, it says, first job at Camp Simcha. There are actually two totem poles left over from the previous camp. Oh, wow. <laughs> he took over the camp. He's trying to clean it up. So, um, he actually is going to be, he'll hear in this year, he's a little too machmer, Amaskan is going to be more lahokal. He says, I personally chopped it down with a hatchet. It's not often you get to do a mitzvah of getting rid of a vodazar. So, <laughs> the good news is, is that that's a chumrah, it's probably not a vodazar, which is what we're going to get into, but a lot of people think it is. You mentioned that to some of your relatives, as you mentioned last time. So there is a notion there. We're going to dispel the notion. It's not going to help us too much when it comes to this thing, but that's part of the issue over here. Is it an actual chesed shalav azar? So he, uh, he cut it down. And then he remembers uh, many years ago when he was uh, younger, his second experience, he was visiting Cleveland one summer, and he went to SeaWorld. It's a very interesting mice which has since closed down. I think they're closing down all the SeaWorld that somebody figured out that we're torturing the animals. So I think they're closing. Well, that's the other half of the country. So um, they're, they're... Same thing. They're closing down the zoos also. You're behind the times. Okay. Their main show was the... Their main show was the Shamu. Shamu, uh, killer whale? I'm not so... Uh, Shamu. Big enough community. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I said corrected. Okay. An absolutely beautiful creature, massive, and a beautiful, beautiful display of Niflis Aberi, which is, if you're going to the zoo, that's the reaction you're supposed to have, is to see Niflis Aberi. There's an enormous pool for the whales to swim in and do their acts of jumping out of the water, which now they're claiming it's Sarbel Achaim, which is not. They're having a great time. That's part of the craziness that's going on here. Uh, doing flips, drenching the audience, etc., and everybody's having a wonderful time. At least they were then. Behind the pool was a stage... This is very fitting for the story before and the story before that. Behind the pool was a stage, flanking the stage on both sides. This is the middle of SeaWorld in Cleveland, were totem poles, I kid you not. About a third of the way down from the top, one of the figures of the totem pole had wings. Now, that's very important because these totem poles, I understand why he wanted to chop it down with an axe to get the mitzvah. They certainly look like something to do with Avodah and mythology and all these terrible things. Whether it is in actuality or not, we'll yet discuss tonight and tomorrow night, but certainly um, your regular Hamish guy is not making these things for good reason, because there's all sorts of culture behind it, most of which is pretty bad. So, I don't know why, I guess they also... The SeaWorld took over a camp, and they didn't have a kanoi chopping down the totem poles. They left them there, but it gets worse. I wish it was so good. So further way down at the top, one of the figures of the totem pole had wings coming out straight to both sides of the totem pole. I remarked to my wife at the time that this is probably a subliminal shesiv erev, which is, we would say that's a conspiracy theory. You're at SeaWorld, and why would they put up a shesiv erev? It's just a totem pole, which might be worse than a Shakespeare, but it's not like Mechitesi. It happens to have wings. Sure enough, we came back at night for the grand finale, the After Dark show in the same arena. The entire place turned pitch dark, and the totem poles were outlined by rope lighting, staring the entire audience in the face with two massive tzalamim, Shakespeare. That wasn't an accident. In other words, apparently there are a lot of very religious people there who... So a grand opportunity for thousands of people every night to have a gigantic cross staring them as they took the old-style semi-Avodazara totem pole and made it into a cross. 
and um, he he said this far like you know. Because that's there. That's what that's what I started with. People were so surprised. Like you started commenting because you're a nice guy. Oh, it's just like you know, nice music. I happen to be religious. Their religion is based on missionizing. We have to understand what we're dealing with. And yeah, they stopped it in. What does that do with the whales? Like, yeah, yeah. So, but he it's interesting. He figured this out by he was looking at it by light, and he said, you know, all right. He's looking at a totem pole, which he has an axe to grind with, literally, uh, later on. And he's looking at it. He says, this looks like a shade. But it came back at night. There was no, there was no suffix. You couldn't even see the totem pole. Just two gigantic crosses. Is that why um, they they approve Christians of marrying Jews? Because it's like of course. Of course. Well, it should be ridiculous. As I mentioned, when the film was on, I would never talk about this, any of this with the films on. So um, we spoke about a couple of Shabbat ago that we should not be cheering and uh, the fact that our president-elect is so Jewish that in a way he's more Jewish because all the children are married to Jews, every single one of them. Three for three. The outgoing president just has Jewish grandchildren, both of which are bizarre. But, 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 but people, American, liberal, American Jewry, are cheering. We really made it. Just keep eating pastrami, and we're mamish, we're there. So we should be all, you know, proving of English when you see something like that. And yeah, but they, hold, they had no problem with it. You know, for, for, he's, he's Catholic, not Protestant, correct? That's supposed to be the right wing. I think he's, I think he's Catholic. So, oh, yeah, yeah. so who allowed that? Right. The answer is, they're pretty makele. No, they're not. They're not makele. They hold the mitzvah. <laughs> Right, okay. Because they held, so, and, they, and they're into Pshuras. They had the usual Galuch and the rabbi there, rabbits or whatever she was, and, you know, at that ceremony. And they, uh, and they had a thing, and he's dancing the hurrah, like the whole nine yards. So, we, but, it's, but, so, 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 of course they hold like that, because that's, for them, that's, that's uh, part, of the, part of the program. So you couldn't even see the totem poles, just two gigantic crosses. I mentioned it to my host, and he said, indeed, it's a very Christian area. And he said he's not sure if Cleveland's part of the Bible Belt, but it's certainly not the Bush Belt, so I don't know exactly where it is, but it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a problem. And, you know, you have to recognize that that's the, uh, that's the issue over here. Okay, so that is our uh, introduction back to the totem poles, 923 already. So at least we covered uh, with clarity what to do with the next offer, Shiloh. Uh, we will go back tomorrow night to the actual um, totem pole in terms of the Avodah part and in terms of the Tzura of what it's creating and then uh, try to go into the details. Mitzvah Shem, we will see that tomorrow night.